Hi, and welcome to the Lotus Podcast with Phoenix and Phone Boy. I am, of course, Phoenix. And I'm Phone Boy. And uh, w- welcome and, to episode eight. Yeah, where we're going to be talking about the High Priestess card and some essential oils. Yeah. And of course, we are a podcast about spirituality, healing, and achieving a higher consciousness, which has taken on very, very interesting meaning for us in the recent times. Uh, my wonderful podcast partner, Phone Boy, uh, quite specifically. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Last week uh, we recorded uh, from a hotel room, and this week I'm recording from an Airbnb. Um, that I'm going to be staying at for a few months because, well, things are, you know, things are a little interesting in my life. As, as we said in the last episode, I'm living the tower card, <laughs> as it were. Um, but uh, the good news is that things have, well, more, I mean, I'm still, you know, the legal stuff doesn't end, but at least things are stable right now in terms of, um, you know, places to live or whatnot. Um, uh, I've, I think I've been pretty blessed in terms of location um, and, and, you know, the, 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 the you know, the surroundings are, um, you know, pretty good in, in some cases and less than ideal in others. But I think for the most part, I've, you know, one of the things I've been able to do throughout my life is, well, I've, you know, I've adapted to a lot of, a, uh, you know, a lot of changing circumstances, right? So um, this is just another one. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, and, and it's kind of funny because, I mean, this is just my personal opinion, you know, take it for what it's worth. It's probably about, you know, worth about as much as the paper is written on. But I, I think people of our generation, um, we're, we're one of the last generations that really has that really strong survival instinct, you know, in, ingrained in us. The the younger generation, I just don't think they, they have it as strongly, whether it's because, you know, they haven't had to fight as hard as, as we did growing up with, you know, the lack of technology and, you know, the fact that if you wanted to talk to somebody, you actually had to, you know, pick up a telephone and, and, you know, it had a cord on it and, you you know, you weren't leaving your house, you know, unless you had a cordless and even that, you know, you could walk around the house, but, you know, let's face it, you get like, you know, three quarters of a mile down the road, not even like 200 foot, boop, you're gone, you know, and yeah, I mean, times, times have changed. We're, I, I, I I hate to uh, point it out there, phone boy, but, uh, we're getting old. Yeah, we are getting old. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess we should do all of the inter- the the show intro stuff that we kind of normally should do. Um, is um, is yeah, we want uh, you know certainly we we are we are a value for value podcast. Uh, and, uh, and and I and I do appreciate everyone who has uh, sent stuff in um, over the last couple of weeks. As my uh, as I say, my personal situation is uh, has been uh, uncertain. Um, the good news is that things are that uh, at least for the moment things are going to be okay. But you know, you know, things can change. Uh, lawyers are expensive, um, and uh, and all of that. So um, and uh, yeah, the, and and the courts want to squeeze uh, blood from a stone. Uh, so um, you know, there's there's that going on. So um, so we definitely appreciate the value for value. If you go to the lotuspodcast.net, you can uh, you can uh, see that there is a uh, there's a value for value link at the top, and you can click on that. Um, but uh, here, but again, we, we certainly will play your voicemails if you'll if you leave them at the uh, that we can uh, you leave them at two five three two three seven three three two one. We will certainly play them on the air. Um, 
And, uh, you know, we certainly will take your email if you want to ask your questions that way. Uh, you can send it to phoneboy at lotuspodcast.net or phoenix at phoneboy or phoneboy uh, at lotuspodcast.net. There you go. However you want to spell phoenix, either way. Uh, uh, she spells it with the E first. Uh, I, uh, either either one will work because that's that's how we set it up here. So um, is that some uh, subliminal stuff going on there, phoneboy? Um, can neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> but maybe something's going on there. Um, it's just it's just, yeah. Things are things are a little discombobulated right now, as you as you well know. Uh, so, um, the all right. So we have um, and yeah, this and that's actually. I guess we'll lead into um, let's say lead into the first topic. Actually, um, well, let's say actually, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you. Do you want to talk about um, the um, the essential oil stuff you wanted to talk about? Um, and I've got something to add to that as well. Or do you want to just go into the high priestess card? Um, you know, I um. <laughs> all right i've um all right so yeah everybody congratulations guess who else is going through a divorce i have had no prep time uh my world dropped out from under me i'm actually also in an airbnb right now about an hour and a half from my house and yeah i literally had no time to get ready that's why phone boy was on the stream a lot earlier than i was because yeah the shit hit the fan and uh, covered me so um, I'm actually on the fly while he is, yeah, Quirkus, yeah, like, fuck my life on a, on a grand level. But this isn't about me, guys, okay? This this is about our podcast. And, um, yeah, I just, um, I got no prep work done, phone boy. Um, absolutely, you know, d- deserve all of my lashes. Be- because I, I, I'm doing this on the fly. I mean... You do your high priestess card. Give me just enough time to come up with something brilliant so I don't look like a complete and utter failure. Uh, and it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but I, I'll just have to play this clip, though. Dick, I'm very disappointed. Okay, I'm not really disappointed, but, uh, but, I, no, understand, I, am, but I understand. I, I am disappointed in me because, you know, I am supposed to be a professional. All of these wonderful people come here to listen to us talk about the things that matter, you know, not only in our lives, and we get a whole lot of support, um, but also, you know, it's it's a break away from whatever's going on in their lives. And, you know, they, they can light their incense, and they can, you know, smoke their good herb, and they can just you know, vibe out to the tarot and, you know, pick up some information along the way. And I, I feel like I've let our listeners down today. And I'm, I'm, I'm just very, very sorry for that because uh, that just, that, that cannot happen. Uh, nope. Life gets in the way. I mean, that's a, I think, and I think I'll write that down as a show title. Uh, life gets in the way. Cause it's, this is a, that's a very appropriate show title, I believe. Yeah. Cause Basically, that's I mean, that's been the case for both of us. It's like and it's you know, it's it's uh, there's a you know, I mean, I, I know mine's been a long time coming. Right. It's it's this is something that is, uh, um, you know, it, it's just but, it you know, it all sort of come to a head, you know, um, and uh, it, it is uh, it, it's, you know, yeah, life gets in the way. Right. And something, you know, when you're worried about real basic things. Uh, you know, podcasting becomes difficult. I mean, I didn't even have, you know, it's funny because um yeah, I mean, I went from not having a place to not knowing where I was going to live to being in a hotel room to being in an Airbnb, which is, you know, a step up from the, uh, you know, from being in a hotel room. But uh, it's still, um, you know, again, it's it's not the most ideal situation for doing this, but we're, we're going to um, 
you know, we're going to do that now, or we're going to, you know, we're, the show must go on as, as best we can. So, um, I will, I will say that, um, that I've been under a lot of stress lately. And one of the things I have in my arsenal that I've been, that I've used for soap forever is the Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap. And, um, so the peppermint is, has been very helpful just in terms of, well, you know, stress relief, right? Because there's been, um, cause yeah, I've, my life's been pretty stressful lately. Although I will say that, um, the stress in my life is, uh, is, it's different now. At least it's not the, you know, if, if you're, if you're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right. I was worried about real basic stuff before. Now it's, you know, more higher level stuff. And so it's a lot better. I mean, God, I went for an eight and a half mile run today, which I haven't done in a while, um, that's one of the things I can say I'm blessed with the area is that there just happens to be a trail very near here. So it's a, um, that makes it, uh, that makes it, uh, easier to keep up with my fitness goals. Although this year I'm not going to try and run a crazy number of miles, but, um, cause there's going to be a lot of changes going on and a lot of moving, I suspect. And so, um, I'm just, I, you know, again, it's, it's still just about getting out there and moving. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, uh, so, yeah, I had to buy a new bottle of that stuff um, because it was because uh, I had uh, I'm just about out. But I wanted to have some. I definitely am using it for the aromatic effects and the in the you know because I like the smell of peppermint. Number one, um, I even bought some Altoids the other day, which I haven't done in forever. It's, I mean, I know yes, I know they're sugar, but I'm not have I'm not eating them by the handful like I used to because I know better than that. Um, so there is um, yeah, and I, I also have a bottle. Uh, Quirk S, I have a bottle of the Hempro stuff, which is. Um, um, in my, in my thing, but I wanted specifically, I wanted the, um, the, uh, the peppermint for, for this, for its specific, uh, effect that it was having on me. So, uh, so yeah, there's something to the, you know, the, the aromatherapy, uh, you know, essential oils and stuff. And I probably will start experimenting with that now that my, uh, now that I'm free from the, uh, you know, the shackles of, um, you know, my, my soon to be ex-wife, I think that, that there's going to be a lot of things I'm going to be trying that I haven't been able to try, or I haven't had the, you know, either the courage or whatever to try. And so I'm discovering what's going to work for me and what's not. Um, and, you know, in a lot of ways, um, even, you know, even now under the current circumstances, it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's very liberating to just be, not have to worry about, um, you know, all of that stuff. But, you know, of course there's all the legal stuff that still has to be sorted out, which I won't get into here, but. Um, yeah. And that's part of the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared. And, you know, I was literally chasing my own ass because, you know, this, <laughs> this shit all, all popped off. You know, I, I haven't really been talking to anybody about it. Um, you know, this, this even actually comes as, you know, I'm sure a surprise to phone boy as we haven't really even talked about it. I mean, good God. I, you know, fuck. There, there's there's something to be said about, you know, your husband of 16 years telling you he hasn't been in love with you for two years and that, you know, he he emoted all he would emote two years ago. And yeah, fuck him. I'm, I'm bitter today and I'm trying not to be. Um, but it just feels like I finally start to move in a forward direction with my life. You know, you've heard me talk about my weight loss journey that I'm on. And, you know, I, I'm proud to say that for one straight month, I have not missed one single day of at least walking for 30 minutes or doing some kind of physical activity. I've changed the way that I eat. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I cheated like a bastard last night. It was literally three o'clock in the morning. No, I'm sorry. 
it was it was before that it was probably one o'clock in the morning and I was starving my ass off and the place I wanted to eat that said they were open late wasn't so long story short I end up with toxic hell and yeah I just decided I had had enough and I had a friggin bean burrito and yep I know it's not good for me and I worked my ass off in the gym last night to make up for the fact that you know I knew I shouldn't have been eating it but with my current circumstance because yeah I now am living in my truck ergo why I'm at this Airbnb because I decided I needed a change of scenery so me and the cat packed up the car and here I am and the one thing that's been you know, a main focus on my mind has been that I needed to make sure that when we got ready to go live tonight that I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't bollocks it up. So short of not being prepared um, material-wise, um, you know, I, I owe it to our listeners to be here and be present. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, there's probably going to be a few times when you know, I'm on mute tonight, uh, just kind of making sausage and uh, just trying to get my shit together, to be honest, because I've not smoked anything. I don't even have my incense cones lit. And, you know, quirk ass, you know, when I don't have my incense cones lit, something's very wrong. Life is out of balance. And it's because pretty much all the shit that matters to me, including my podcast stuff, is sitting in my car. So, yeah. I just need, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> not to be a dick, it gets to be my turn to to sit down and put my own oxygen mask on for a second and kind of reevaluate just, you know, what the actual fuck is going on in my life. Because apparently in me wanting to better myself, lose weight, uh, do this podcast, which brings me, you know, untold amounts of joy, it, um, yeah. The, the green monster of jealousy, I think, finally got the better of my husband and soon to be ex-husband and his never ending desire to be a hermit and be alone. Well, be careful what you wish for, because Phoenix the fuck out and you just lost the best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think Phoenix, I think Phoenix, the I th the Phoenix, the uh, the F out is a potential show title. I'm writing that down. It's, that that's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there will be many to come. But uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. It, it's got the Phoenix seal of approval. Exactly. Um, yeah, this is and, and, and so I actually think this is probably a good transition into the High Priestess card because I did a, a and you know and again this is probably an example of you know again how crazy my life's been. I have I I was doing daily tarot draws for a while, but honestly, like I haven't had the. Um, no, I haven't. I just haven't had the time or even the energy to do it because I think you have to be in the right headspace to do it, um, or at least I oh, have you to absolutely be. do. Yeah, and I and, and honestly, up until you know, I mean, my headspace, you know, the last um, the last several weeks has been all over the place because um, I won't, you know, I, I can't say that I've been. Um, you know, I've been at a, uh, been in a spot, you know, over the, I mean, over the last month, really, it's been, it's just, things have just been really crazy. And, you know, and of course, obviously, you know, things culminate, um, to where they do. Um, so I did, uh, so yeah, I did a draw for the first time in forever. 
And the card I can now, and now keep in mind, I think, um, I know like on Behind the Schemes, they talk about it that, you know, and, and, and probably a lot of the other podcasts out there, they, uh, when they talk about Terra, they talk about the Rider weight system. Um, and I'm using now the Marseille system, which is um, a little more flexible than it sometimes and some of the cards have a different, uh, different interpretation or a different thing. And so we're going to, I'm going to kind of go through both of them. Um, we'll take the Rider weight description. So I've got, I'll put links in the show notes to, um, to the descriptions I'm using here. So uh, we're going to use the Labyrinthos um, uh, meanings for uh, the high priestess. And so um, I'll, I'll read a description of the card. It says, you're, you're most, you've, you've most likely encountered the high priestess before, but in other forms. She can be seen in the archetypes of uh, Paris, uh, phone, Artemis, Isis, and many more. When you encounter her, you'll see her sitting on a cu- cubic stone between the two pillars at Solomon's Temple, Jachin, and Boaz. Jachin right is generally referred to as the pillar of establishment and Boaz left is the pillar of strength. The pillars also depict the duality of nature, masculine and feminine, good and evil, negative and positive. The high priestess location between the two suggests that it's her responsibility to serve as a mediator between the depths of the reality. She's the third pillar, the path between. She believes that both pillars are equal and there's knowledge to be learned in both worlds. You'll also notice that she wears the crown of Isis, which can mean that she's a believer of magic. The high priestess wearing the solar cross denotes that she's connected to the season of the earth and the earth itself. The crescent moon at her feet is seen is seen also in many depictions of the Virgin Mary and means that she has a complete grasp over her emotion and the pomegranates refer to her ambition of the priestess. And so this was an upright card. We'll read that. So it says the meaning of the high priestess is related with inner knowledge. Her appearance in a reading can signify that it is time for you to listen to your intuition rather than prioritizing your intellect and conscious mind. When the high priestess shows up, it can depict an archetype known as the divine feminine, the, the mysterious female that understands and holds the answers to the deep unknowns, religion, self, nature. She represents someone that is intuitive and beginning to open being or yeah, beginning to open to her or his spirituality meditation prayer and new spiritual work is indicated the card itself shows a nighttime scene meaning the world in which she protects and guards is is one that it may first seem frightening but has the potential to lead us into the growth of the self when she appears in a reading she's calling you to listen to her message and to follow her into your own depths there is searching within yourself to be done for the answers that you seek the answers to the questions you have are within not without now, and I think, you know, I think we're both kind of going through this you know, process, right? It's, you know, there's a, um, you know, I, I look at my, I actually look at my divorce as part of my health journey um, because, you know, a part of that is, you know, part of becoming healthy is, you know, sadly, um, getting rid of people in your life that uh, aren't, you know, that aren't serving you and aren't, uh, that uh, aren't nourishing and helping you. And I think that's something that we, we don't think about too much is that because I mean, and I can give, I can recite a lot of examples in my own life of just, um, of just people that over the years that, that I've, that I've had in my life that have been, you know, the term energy vampires come to mind. Right. Um, yeah, and, it does. Yeah. And I think that applies in both of our cases, um, that oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Oh my God. Even before I, you know, even before we started doing this podcast and even hell, even before no agenda in my world, unfortunately more times than not, I literally have referred to my soon-to-be ex-husband as an energy vampire because he would just suck the life and just everything out of me because he's such a negative person. And, I mean, the journey that I began is what really, you know, it parted the clouds uh, that I feel were over my eyes for so long 
or maybe it was just the fact I didn't want to see. It's not that I didn't see, I didn't want to see that, you know, my marriage was toxic and that it was slowly killing me, you know, metaphorically. And maybe even, you know, literally as, you know, there's a good number of health problems that have occurred because of, you know, stress or, you know, just just a host of other things. And I mean, one thing I'm really fortunate for is I'm pretty sure even as pissed as I am, you know, we we talked about the fact that we want to try to do this amicably. You know, you know, I'm I'm willing to, you know, give him what he needs in order to continue to live. So, you know, ultimately I will be giving him my pickup truck because both of the vehicles that we have are in my name. And I just, I feel like he ruined it anyway. So, you know, fuck it, have it, you know, I can, I can buy another and, you know, I'll actually have what I want and I'll make it look the way I want because I just, you know, I don't feel like I've had a lot of control, uh, or say so in, in a lot of things in my life, which is my own fault. You know, I'm, I'm going to use a lot of I statements because I'm not going to put all the blame on him. And, and I'm really fortunate, you know, because, you know, my soon to be ex is not, um, Todd? Todd? not like yours. Well, I, yeah. And it's all, it's only stuff, right? And this is, it's, I mean, cause obviously when you're going through this process, there's, there's always a, um, a question of who gets what stuff. And, uh, and who gets what money? It's, uh, yeah, it's only stuff. Uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's not a my problem because, um, yeah. yeah, he's not getting any spousal support. Uh, I barely make enough money to keep my own head above the fucking water. You know, he made the choice to go on disability and give up after his heart attack. He can live with those consequences. The house belongs to him. The land belongs to him. Just, you know what? As, as far as material shit, burn it to the fucking ground. I got what I want. My cat, who, yes, subsequently y'all folks might actually hear the little shit in the background because he doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. He's uh, very opinionated. Love him to death. But, yeah, I'm just, like I said, Phoenix is a little salty today. She's trying to be happy and, and uh, you know, spiritful, but... Um, yeah, she's falling a little short. Yeah, I think, I think that I think there is something to, um, you know, again to like the stress, right, and in, in like your your health journey because I don't know. I mean, I've personally been dealing with a low level of stress for for months, or you know, probably longer than that. But it got palpable. Yeah. You know, I'd I, it got palpable. You know, the middle of last year, maybe, um, and it just got worse, and so. And I know that that's because I hit a certain point with like just weight loss, right? Where it just, where things weren't moving. And, you know, and even though I was doing all the right things, but, um, you know, there's, there's, and I think there's, um, you know, and then just in the last week, it's like, you know, and I haven't, and honestly, I was, I didn't, you know, I had to buy a new scale. So, um, because I didn't, uh, because yeah, you got a new scale. I did get a new scale. Yeah. Oh, it, and I would assume it's not just a, you know, run of the mill, you know, yeah. cheap scale that you step on and the dial spins around or, you know, maybe a little digital readout. Tell me all about it. Yeah. So the scale I got was, um, it's, a, it, you know, it's one of those things I picked up at, 
you know, target or whatever. And it, it's, so it will, you know, obviously instead of giving your, or in addition to giving you your weight, it'll do your, you know, it'll calculate your BMI and your bone density and, you know, and, you know, and I, 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 maybe percentage of body fat or something. I can't, I can't remember it's the, but, but the way it syncs data is it has like a barcode or something that shows up on the screen that you then have to scan with your phone and it, you know, that it turns it into whatever. So it's not, you know, it's not using Bluetooth or anything like that. And if you don't want to put the, you know, enter the data into the app, uh, which will sync with, you know, I don't know, you know, an app with health kit and all that stuff, you know, the, the, um, so that uh, you, you can have all that, you can collect all that information into the apps that you use. Uh, but uh, so, but yeah, it's uh, today I actually, um, after I went for my run, my, uh, you know, my weight was, um, you know, I'm, I think it's the lowest it's been. I'm like 172.6 pounds or something, which is uh, really, yeah, which is, you know, that's, and it's gone down like in the, just since I've gotten that. So since even like Monday, right. It's it, you know, my weight's gone down like five pounds and you might also call it the divorce diet because that's, you know, <laughs> you know, the, you know, the, okay, wait, but wait, but wait, we, we, we need, we need this. But the, Yeah. Kudos to yeah, you. Yeah. Pro, Congratulations. Yeah, Progo. I know you can use a you can use a notebook or a, you know whatever. It's um, I'd already been tracking all the stuff there, so it's and, and it's you know I get it right. There's other ways to uh, to do that. Um, and I agree that with the relationship advice in a nutshell, don't develop contempt for each other. If you do, it's an emergency to be handled right now. And if you can't fix it, you don't have a relationship. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's I think that that is um, that that speaks volumes to what happened in in my relationship anyway because. You know, my husband had the heart attack. I'm sure I've talked about that on here before, you know, almost six years ago. And it completely changed uh, after he had his open heart surgery. He he became a different person. And yeah, yeah. Un unfortunately, you know, as powerful as I am, uh, there are some things even even the Supreme white, Witch can't fix. Yeah, there's, yeah, there is, uh, there's definitely some things that we all struggle with. And, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, when you hit the point where you're, where the only way you can speak is through lawyers, you, your relationship is definitely over. <laughs> you know, that's a, uh, I think that's the, uh, you know, that, and that's where things are at right now. So, uh, that just means every conversation is very expensive. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, I'm so glad that I'm not at that point. Like, yeah. even though I absolutely have no desire to talk to him because every time I do, I either cry or I end up, you know, saying things that. I don't want to because I'm not a mean person by nature. So I, I guess I should, you know, thank the powers that be for small favors that uh, at the very least, I don't think I'll have, you know, thousands of dollars of lawyer fees. I'm pretty sure we can do this in a uh, acting like adults, if you will. One can hope. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the case in my situation. So um, yeah. When, uh, you know, yeah, you show up to a restraining order hearing and she's already lawyered up. It's uh, yeah. It's like, okay, we're, it looks like we're doing this. We are doing this the hard way. In fact. Uh, so yeah, that, that feels to me like a big ass trap. I'm just saying like immediately the judge, in my opinion, should have said, you know, Mr. So-and-so uh, do you want to, you know, request a, you know, a continuance to obtain counsel, considering the fact that most judges anywhere else would have done so, but apparently Washington makes their own fucking rules. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not going to comment on that, but it's just, um, it, it is what it is. So, um, uh, understood. And again, 
the opinions expressed by the Phoenix in this podcast do not match those of the phone boy. That's right. You know, this, yeah, we, we must have all of that. Uh, yeah, that, that all of the, all of the disclaimers need to apply here. So, um, now, I want to. I do want to get into the Marseille definition of the high priestess because I, and, and it really speaks more to the duality of the. You know, the it's when I read it, it's um, you know again, and Mar, the Marseille system in general is more. It, it you know the, it, it seems like to me and and people and you know people that are a little more familiar with it uh, uh, can say differently, but my impression is that that Rider Waite is a bit more prescriptive and that Marseille is a bit more, um, you have to do a little bit more work to interpret, but at the same time you get a better, uh, that, yeah, you can, that, that it's, it's a little bit more flexible and you can kind of figure out, uh, it has, again, it, it has, things have slightly different meanings than, than and because, and the, the, the Marseille system comes, uh, it actually predates the Rider Waite system a bit. And some of the, the imagery is different. Um, there's a lot of similar meanings, but there are, yeah, but they come at it from a different approach i think and at least at least the um at least the definitions i've read so um let's see so i'll read that this is from tarot x um this is and i've and i've actually and i'm going to actually put a link to this in the chat and i will put it in the show notes for those people who are not listening um who are not listening along but uh so um or right now and on the stream um so overview of the high priestess uh or la papita or La Papisse, which is uh, because it's a uh, it's it's in French. Uh, so, uh, high priestess has the number two, the most common number in the arithmetic system, associated with duality. But in tarot, two is not one plus one. Itself is a value that simply means accumulation. High priestess sitting on a or high priestess is sitting on an egg. The first woman of the major arcana, she appears appeared as a nun sitting next to a white egg, just like her oval face. She was twice as big as her pre- in her pregnancy, both herself and the egg. As a symbol of pure holiness, the high priestess uh, La Papisse Terra reveals the intact part within us that is never injured nor interfered, the virgin witness that we carry within us, sometimes completely invisible, being the representative of each of us, is the source of purification and trust, an untapped primary forest and the source of countless potentials. High priestess is often considered an initiator or a witch. She is often associated with the two great mythical figures, Virgin Mary with a pure pregnancy, destined to be a pregnant woman of God, and goddess Isis, a magical source of all fertility and transformation. The four points on her hat allude to the north, south, east, and west directions. At the center of the cardinal points, her knowledge is connected to things. Her awareness, her level of awareness is achieved through her body. Her crown is slightly protruding from the frame, where it ends at an orange point. The high priestess comes to tell us both pure material life and spiritual life. So it's funny this card came up in my in my draw because you um um, I think you de- I think you just described yourself earlier as a as a witch, right? So um, this is yes, the, um, and this is so it's an, so it's I say it's interesting that this card came up in in the draw that I did, um, and then let's I'll read I'll read some of the other um, the, the stuff that is. Um, um, let's see that it's, um, let's see, where is it that, I, okay. So I've, I'm still I'm going through this. So the keywords, okay. So the keywords that they have is faith, knowledge, patience, sacred place, loyalty, pure loneliness, silence, severity, matriarchy, thrill, pregnancy, virgin, coldness, resignation. That's that, that just re- described. Oh, I don't know. The last, uh, how many years of my life? Almost precisely in order. Yeah, it's a lot of um, yeah. It's 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 a you know the the tarot is a is a spectrum or you know the or the you know there's a there's a story arc there and it kind of yeah it kind of does fit into um, 
you know, it fits, you know, that fits in, maybe not quite in that order, but yeah, that, that's, but it, you, all of those things definitely happen. Um, from a negative perspective, okay, so I'll read from the, you know, from this, from the negative perspective, her pallor can be seen as a sympathy, a rigid rule, a virgin obsessed, obsession, uh, obsession that leads to castration, which is a taboo in life. As a woman, she can be a dangerous mother who never wants her eggs to hatch and reign over it with her power. The book that she holds directs her to the learning and knowledge. The skin colored book, wants to tell us that she is studying rules about human life. Since she is not reading the book, it gives us reason to think that the, this open book does not mean anything other, uh, other than herself, waiting for someone to decode and awaken her. It also refers to the Bible. High Priestess gathers the language of the Father, a living language. Finally, 17 lines in the book show the similarity between her and the star. High, High Priestess's perception of accumulation is the star's action. In a positive and original sense, High Priestess is preparing to give birth. She's waiting for the Lord to come and fertilize her eggs. Three small crosses in her chest indicate that, despite being confined in the physical world, she still belongs to the spiritual world. There's three, the magic number, right? Uh, she represents that the pure soul that dwells in each of us and summons us to communicate with the sacred divine force. Beyond any action and complete awareness in a non-tolerant way, she purifies everything which can constitute a barrier to the vibration of sacred energy. Um, well, I'm just putting it out there. Like if I ever <laughs> get into another relationship and believe me where I sit right now, that is the last thing on my mind. Uh, they ain't going to be no damn babies because I am 45 years old and my boys are grown and no. Yeah, I can say the same thing. My, you know, minor, minor grown, and yeah, I'm not definitely not interested in that myself. Now, um, okay, but I think this. I think so. I could continue reading all of this. That there, there's, there's, there's a couple. Okay, so I think I'll read one more paragraph on this, um, or maybe I'll read. No, I guess I could. I guess I could read. Well, I guess I'll read the rest of this because there's there's so much of it. But I'll read the. Um, I'll read the last couple of, or you know, read these last three paragraphs or so. So high priestess often refers to a female individual, mother or grandmother, who passed on an ideal of purity or domineering coldness. She's also the embodiment of a cold mother, a non-sexual woman who finds a reason to justify religious or moral ideals and, who's, and who does not know how to cuddle. But her need for purity can lead us to the path of women with high levels of spiritual development, a nun, a therapist, a guide who can be of any age. In love, High Priestess is ready to create a couple based on the harmony of the soul. The book she's reading can also lead us to seek concerns associated with the study or writing of the reader. High Priestess then becomes an author, a, a, planning a book or any other kind of work, the necessary pregnancy for action, even an actor who receives a research role, an accountant, a meticulous reader, or the Virgin Mary. Being separated and reclusive, High Priestess invokes isolation, wanting, or loneliness, either her own choice or being imposed. Her whiteness can elicit the desire to be warmed by passion, spirituality, or creativity. Sexuality, on the positive side, she represents sublimation, and on the negative side, she represents despair. The answer to the mysteries of the High Priestess can be found in her attitude toward the egg that came along with her. If she cherishes it in the, in the great loneliness, is led by high, high standards, a living God can be born from there. Isn't ostrich eggs in Catholicism considered one of the symbols of the birth of God. So, I mean, you know, when I read this, yeah, when I read this card, 
right? The, the, you know, and the, you know, when I read from it from the you know the in the Marseille system, it really does. You know, the, you know, it, it, in tarot, it, you know, in general, even you know, regardless of the system, there's a duality. But it seems like it's more um, it's more pronounced in the in in Marseille with it. You know, this and particularly in this card, right? Is that you know there there is you know there there's good and bad in everybody, right? And and uh, and and sometimes you have to experience something bad to get to something good, right? And and, and I think that's. You know, and and that may you know, and I, th I suppose that's the most, um, yeah, with any of these things. But I think we also, yeah. So Fletcher, I think we also, I think we we might know somebody that's that can embody all of these things, right? It's not a you know, it's, it's, I don't think any person is exactly one way or the other. Uh, some of those, um, some of those uh, traits might be more present than others in certain individuals, but uh, but for the most part, I think it's very. Um, that yeah, that there there is a there is very much a uh, yeah. There's it speaks to the duality, and again, it kind of speaks to where you're at. And it's it, this was an interesting card in this draw specifically because, um, you know, because of what the draw was about and and, and so on. But that when this card came up, it was like yeah, when we need to talk about this card because it is a, um, you know, yeah. Ultimately, to get through the the situation, yeah, you probably need to trust your instincts and and and, and to navigate through it. But uh, you know, again, it can tarot cards can sometimes represent people. They can sometimes represent um, you know situations in your life. And you kind of you know, this part of the part of the challenge is in figuring out exactly what it applies to, or you know what what that symbol is, uh, what it's referring to, and then you can uh, you know, hopefully then make the right decision. Now, ultimately, with tarot, with anything, you you end up um, you basically end up uh, you know, that all it Tell, all it tells you is what's going on right now. You still have to make the decisions to to uh, to make it right. Um, you, you know, you do. You, the universe has been guiding me in interesting ways lately. Uh, you know, it's just a, I don't know. I think I, I think I, I I came to this conclusion the other um, like probably last night or the day or, the, or um, but it, and it's it's not related to tarot. But so um, so I have um, so my car well I've, you know, plugs into my to my iPhone. And in, you know, sometimes when it, when I, when I start up the car, it want, it doesn't want to play. And I haven't been listening, honestly, I haven't been listening to much because I've been, I've been too busy with other things. But, um, when I do listen to, uh, or sometimes it'll pop up and want to play music and it plays, a, it plays the first song alphabetically in my, uh, you know, that in my music library. And it's, and it happens to be a song called a house is not a home by Dionne Warwick. And for some reason, it's the French version of the song, which of course I don't, I can't, uh, um, you know, I, you know, I've never like listened to it. Um, and I, and I realized that, you know, I, I think I was trying, I was trying to listen to it because it said French and English version. It was only the French version. So I found the English version and listened to it. And I'm like, okay, my car has been doing this. Cause I've had this car since, you know, I don't know the, uh, yeah, four, it's been, it's been four, if I had this car for four or five years. And so it, it, this is, and listening to the, to the song in English, I guess I need to add a link to the show notes about that. Um, we were that for that song, but uh, I think the universe has been trying to talk to me for a while. Um, it just was trying to talk to me in French. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, I do speak French, but uh, yeah, notwithstanding that, I get that because <laughs> uh, the universe has been really fucking with me, but uh, in text message, because I'll go to send a message to someone and there's no way that the word that this thing is like auto generating for me, it's definitely not the word that I typed, but it's extremely applicable in the message that I'm sending. Uh, and it, it's actually made me stop and kind of look at it like, okay, well, I'm going to continue that thought with the word that it picked. And then I'll explain that that wasn't my original thought, but uh, you know, with how, 
you know, apropos it is, I just left it in there type thing. And yeah, people don't mind. Oh, let me try. Let's try that without mute. <laughs> this is yeah. going to take your mute button away. Yeah. Well, you know, it's saying in this room, it's, you know, I'm still, you know, I mean, you know, I'm on, I'm, I've got uh, hardwood floors. Um, you know, I've got a, got a rolly chair in, in the computer that, that, uh, that I stream off of. It, it is, it's a little bit too far away. This is the, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to put a picture of this, um, of my, of my setup now. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different than I had it before. So, um, it is, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it, we, we joke that we do this on a, uh, on a shoestring, right? Um, and, you know, of course, last week's episode title was the shoestring broke. <laughs> so, you know, we're still trying to retie the shoestring and get everything back up and running. And, you know, I mean, we got, you know, the good news yeah, is Yeah, but that at least, at least once an episode, I have to whip you for having your mute button on. Don't blame your room. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, uh, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is the way it goes. Now it's time to erase that mistake. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what editing is for—is erasing the mistakes, right? That's right, rewriting history, as it were. Yeah, exactly. I, I've got, I've got, I got a, I've got, I've got, I've got that loaded twice on my soundboard. I need to fix that. Um, so, yeah, I think this is, um, you know, the reality is that with all of this stuff, yeah, there's, there's a. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of funny that you know, with with you know again it's been a month since I have drawn tarot and we and when I did the uh, you know when I did that draw it was like oh well this is you know this is uh, this is an important card because it yeah it does speak to the fact does speak to the duality um, that I think we're both kind of going through right in, in our in our own ways and um, that ultimately I, I would definitely agree and and that's definitely a, a hell of a clap back if you will from the universe as well. Oh yeah. Well, the universe has been doing that a lot lately, and I think it's and it's been uh, I'd say the universe has been very clearly communicating with me about things um, in a way that it hasn't, and it's it's and it's weird because I don't know about this is this is something that I've noticed about myself recently is that I'm a lot more open to. I don't know. I'm having more emotional experiences than I've had like at any point in the um, in the past. Um, I don't know, just, you know, the, the, in the past 25 years, probably. Um, is, yeah, and if, go ahead. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, this is, um, you know, I, I think I think it's, it's yeah, it, because there's a lot of things that are being released. I mean, I'm, I'm going through some, you know, there's a lot of memories that I've had over the, you know, the, of, you know, of things that have happened in my childhood that, you know, I used to be able to describe without really any emotion to it. And lately they've been, uh, you know, there's been stuff coming out. Um, and you know, it, it's, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, I pulled up some pictures, uh, today, in fact, um, of, of me at, you know, at the, at the age of like four or five years old, and you can look at those pictures and, you know, you can see the sadness at that age. And, you know, and, and, and honestly, you wonder, you know, I wonder what that sadness was about. And, and I think I've repressed it so deep in, in some, in some cases that I just don't know what, um, you know, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Right. And I'm still trying to, um, be the, you know, again, be the, you know, un or understand exactly, uh, what is causing, you know, where that trauma comes from so that I can acknowledge it. Um, and yeah, and, and Perkesh, you're right. I am going through a major purification and renewal process. And this is, and this is part of it. It's, but it's, it's, this is one of those things that you notice as you're going through this, 
you know, as you're going through these changes is that, yeah, the way you feel about things changes like dramatically sometimes. Um, and th there's, yeah, there's a lot of, um, so yeah. And even I was listening to, so this morning when I went for a run, um, I was listening to the, um, I was listening to the uh, the Falco biography mix of Rock Me Amadeus, which gets into the the biography of the you know the artist uh, who did who did the song uh, Falco. Uh, he had a very uh, you know um, had a very tragic death in 1998, um, and you know when that got to that part of the track. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, now granted, I was running, so there wasn't you know I didn't I didn't I didn't cry that much, but it hit me in that. You know, and honestly, that's I've, I've heard that track many times and I've never it never hit me like that before. It's just it was a, it was just a weird thing. And it's a um, yeah. And it's and it is unfortunately. Yeah, that he he died, um, a, you know, again, you know, before his time. And, you know, obviously, you know, famous fleeting. Right. He was he was famous for, you know, a brief period of time, all things considered. And so um, but yeah, I think that's a that is. But things like that that have never had an impact on me um, or all of a sudden starting to have an impact on me. And it, it's, it, it's kind of, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing. I mean, what some of the stuff, and I mean, I've been watching other movies and that kind of thing where, you know, again, no emotional reaction and all of a sudden just like, Oh, now that has a big meaning to it. And so, yeah, and it is part of the, it, it is part of the, you know, purification and renewal process, getting, getting, you know, releasing all those negative feelings and, and being open to, you know, new and positive experiences. This is, you know, again, what we're trying to discuss on this podcast and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, my podcasting partner in crime and I are both going through it in, in our, in our own ways as well. Have you considered a, a therapist? I mean, just, you know, hearing, hearing what you're saying and believe me, I, I don't like therapists. I don't trust them, but, um, you know, hearing with what you're going through, um, you know, it, it could possibly help you just, you know, just, just a suggestion. Yeah. That's, yeah. And I may need to do that because honestly, yeah, there's, a, there's, you know, and I know with a marriage of 25 years that there's going to be, that there's going to be stuff that comes up that I didn't expect. Right. Because yeah, I'm in that, I'm in that mode of trying to, you know, again, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this stuff. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and again, I mean, it's, there's, you know, I, and because on one hand I think about it, it's like, I kind of knew that this was the direction this was going to go because I've been saying for years that this wasn't working and I needed to, you know, that, that really, um, you know, a separation was probably the, the, the best thing. Um, you know, it's a, you know, I wait a little bit too long, I think, but, but, you know, when you got kids, it's a, it's a whole, you know, it's a little more complicated. It's not just a, you know, two people getting divorced. It's really, um, you know, it's really a, uh, you know, it's a family affair as it were. Right. So it's going to impact everybody. And, you know, my kids are, um, you know, my kids are old enough now that I'm not so concerned about it. Um, and, uh, you know, and it's, you know, even, even things like, you know, it depends on kind of when the divorce closes, it's like, well, how much, you know, things like child support and that kind of thing. It's like, well, it's in a few months, it's not going to be an issue because my, my daughter's going to be 18. So, um, it's really not a, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a short term thing really. Um, uh, so, Anyway, which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I would imagine with how shitty Washington's being just, you know, in general, I can only imagine child support would be just a uh, a whole new level of hell. Yeah, I, I just I don't as I say, they're, they're squeezing blood from a, a stone at this point, um, which, uh, you know, again, that maybe that's a show title because I haven't because I haven't had, you know, haven't had much in the way of uh, show titles. Uh, 
but this is a, but it, but it is a, uh, it is something that is, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a concern, but it, you know, again, they can, I don't know. I, I, the whole, the whole process is, uh, not in my favor. I'll just say that. Um, but, uh, try to make the best of a bad situation. Um, so, um, I don't, let, let's see if I can, let's see if there's anything else I wanted to pull out about these cards. Uh, I, I want to add something in since okay, okay, you, know, okay, you, you reminded me, um, you know, you were, you were talking about how listening to the Falco thing, you know, caught you off guard. I finished putting the stuff in my car um, for my cat, you know, his litter box and his food containers and everything. Cause he's been off the truck. Cause I've been waiting till I got my new truck to put him back on. And I finally realized at the end of last week um, when I was literally, you know, driving actually, I'm sorry, the end of this week, uh, yesterday, day before something like that, when I was driving home and I was on the phone with one of my friends and talking about, you know, about cashmere. And I burst into tears and I was like, I need my cat. He's my support animal. He's my best friend. I can't go through what I'm going through without him. So I decided I just need to put him back on the truck. I'm not going to wait until I have, you know, my new truck, the guy who, you know, who's assigned to this truck, you know, who actually is the normal driver of it is just going to have to deal with the fact, you know, I've had to deal with the stink of his, you know, swamp ass and grease that he left that truck. He can deal with the fact that there's a little bit of cat hair. And believe me, that truck is smelling a whole lot nicer since I got in it. And I can neither confirm nor deny that involves the fact that I've been burning incense cones because that's where I did our uh, recorded show from last week. Um, because quite frankly, much like when Reverend does his, uh, it's really soundproofed well. So it definitely does not sound as echoey as I'm sure, you know, mine and or yours for the evening will. But as I got back in the car and uh, turned the key on, Meatloaf's two out of three ain't bad was on. And, uh, yeah, it, it hit me in a place that, uh, I was not expecting and I just sat there and ugly cried because I couldn't find a button to turn it off. Like nothing was working. And, you know, also, you know, rest in peace, meatloaf, um, horrible, horrible loss for our, our wonderful musical community. Um, and then unexpected, like, you know, what the actual fuck universe, you know, First, first you punched me in the stomach by taking Betty White, and now you took my meatloaf. How dare thee? How dare thee? Yeah, but well, rest in peace, meatloaf. Yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. I mean, that's a you definitely want to, or yeah, this the universe does seem to take them in in triplets or pairs or something like that. There's almost always a. Um, well, they know. they took Louis Anderson too. Like almost the same day. Like, come on, anybody out there, shout me out. Louis Anderson was was fucking top tits back in the day. You know, we were we were playing some old comedians a few weeks back, just for you know shits and giggles on the post stream. And yeah, I didn't even think about the fact you know him and uh, one person we didn't play, and maybe uh, we need to crank up during the after show today is um, John Panette. Uh, another wonderful talent that we lost way too soon. That man cracks me up. Uh, his his material is just, just gold. I reference it all the time, especially when I go to, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken and things. 
Well, exactly. And we, yeah, so we need to, uh, yeah, I guess we can, we can, uh, yeah, because we're kind of at the point now we're getting at the end of the show. And so we can, we can start talking about what we're going to play on the post show. Because of course, I know I'm going to have to move. Well, we haven't even talked about my oils. So I think we might want to do that before we go post showing. No, of course. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, but we can still talk about the oils, even if you haven't done all of the, all of the research and everything. I still think there's uh, you you probably have some experience. Uh -uh. Oh, Uh -uh. Phoenix rocks out. Phoenix got her shit on point. I'm done. Oh, nice. Uh, well, there we go. See, I did. Um, yeah, we did our we did our. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess some research was done while I was uh, blathering on about uh, uh, <laughs> about tarot cards. How about that? Uh, so I told you I would be on mute making sausage over here. And I'll tell you what, I got a couple links. I got some brats. I got some patties. Let's do this. All right, let's do it. So, yeah, you'll have to send me the links so, you, uh, so that I can put them in the show notes, because, of course, we need to do that. So, um so what I have details. Yeah, details. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you have I think what I have in the notes is you were talking about lemongrass and lavender. Those were the two that you were talking about. Is that, or do you have other ones you're talking about? Uh, I actually flipped the script on that um, due to some of the research I was doing with the lemongrass. Okay. I'm actually going to be featuring lemongrass and geranium today. Uh, we're going to save lavender for another day because I truly couldn't remember if I had done it before, even though I said I was going to do it. Yeah, I can't keep my own butt straight, but that's okay. Yeah, so, okay, I'm writing down Flip the Script as a potential show title. Um, so, um, anyway, so, okay, so so tell me what you, so, uh, geranium and uh, lemongrass, I guess. Uh, tell me what that's tell right. me what you got to say about that. Well, I recently uh, purchased some lemongrass oil because it was one of the few that I didn't have in my collection. And it has this beautiful, you know, lemony scent to it uh gee who would have known with a, with a name like lemongrass how how bizarre um but it's uh some stuff i didn't know about it uh that i discovered in my research was that it's actually used um in you know otc medications uh it's used in cosmetics um, mosquito repellents, you know, natural ones, obviously, because, you know, DEET is death. Uh, it can, you know, it's used in uh, Taiwanese cuisine. Um, it's used, you know, to help with muscle pain, uh, as it is an anti-inflammatory. It's also an antifungal and antioxidant. Um, it offers detoxification, pain relief, and it, and it even lowers cholesterol. So, I mean, this is actually one of those interesting oils that you can ingest. Now, I, of course, would not recommend doing so unless it was in a capsule form with a carrier oil as it could irritate your digestive tract. But it's completely safe uh, to ingest. And, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to use carrier oil with it for any application, whether it be topical or uh, ingesting or whatever, because lemongrass is an extremely strong oil. I mean, to the point that it actually is an ally in uh, battling cancerous illnesses uh, due to its anti antioxidant properties. Citral, C-I-T-R-A-L, for anyone who's keeping score, is the... Um, the big, uh, the big brawler there, the the Rocky, if you will, uh, in 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 the cancer fight uh, that it's used in, and 
it it also um it's also quite lovely if you just diffuse it uh with some geranium oil which i'll be talking about uh because of its um you know anti uh its antioxidant properties and um like the geranium oil actually has these amazing um antibacterial properties and also uh basically if you just if you diffuse lemongrass and geranium together uh it's better than you know sterilizing your house it's literally a natural wonderful smelling way to you know kind of clean surfaces you can use it in you know all natural cleaners for cleaning your kitchen or wherever you want to be you know germ free and now i i personally have a love for geranium oil because one of the first applications for it that i discovered because for a time, and I don't know why, I was just really prone to getting cold sores uh, or fever blisters, you know, as as they're called. And none of that over-the-counter medication, the Abriva, all that stuff, never seemed to really help. And dear God, if you've ever had one, it's like having this gigantic blister on your upper lip. And not only is it just mortifying to see it, you just, you, you well, I, at least I, I felt like like everyone was staring at it. I, I felt dirty. And uh, in in doing some research, you know, with my oils, I discovered that, oh, this can be cured with geranium oil. And I'm like, okay. So I read, you know, the, the application on it. And it's simple. You just take some on either a cotton swab or I even take my finger and just, you know, dot some of it out of the bottle and rub it on. And I'll tell you what, Big Pharma does not want y'all to know about this because even their Abriva says it takes 14 days. Let me tell you what, geranium oil, three days. Start to finish, you're going to be peeling that thing off of your lip and it's going to be gone. Now, it does taste crappy. So obviously being that close to your mouth, be very careful not to get it. You know, don't ingest it if you can help it because it does taste terrible. It's not going to kill you if you ingest a little bit, but it's definitely on, you know, unsavory. And it it just dries it up from 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 the inside out. It's just a a, a beautiful, beautiful oil that has, you know, so many wonderful properties. I mean, it, it helps with anxiety. It's a it's a calming aid. Uh, we talked about, you know, the antibacterial and, and wound healing properties, which is another thing that it shares with lavender. And the uh, antioxidant properties, which I found very interesting in that it aids with cell structure repair, which is really important, like in skin cancer and things like that. You know, anything you can do that does not involve, you know, chemicals and manufactured garbage. Yeah. There's there's a two thumbs up for me on that. It, it's also a good antifungal, which doesn't surprise me, as you know, it works so well on the the cold sores, which is a uh, a virus. Uh, and and what kind of creeped me out the first time I ever got one? If you look up the virus that causes a cold sore, it's a relative of the virus that causes herpes. So of course, who who the hell wants to read that? 
because now you're going, what, I got fucking herpes? Like, what's the deal? No, you do not have herpes. Okay, the, the herpes zoster virus is uh, a, a derivative of which is, is what causes cold sores. So don't freak out. You know, it's it's not anything, not anything that nefarious. Um, you know, it also, you know, it, it does help with, you know, inflammation. It has wonderful anti-inflammatory properties. You know, that's obviously... Uh, this this is another take it from me. This is definitely another oil you're gonna want to use a carrier with, um, because it can heavily dry out your skin. So there's there's definitely gonna be wanting um, a, a buffer, uh, but do not dilute it if you're using it for the cold sore. That's the one application that really needs the full strength. Yeah, God, I, haven't, and, uh, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't had cold sores in forever. I used to have them as a kid, but. Um, Aren't they horrible? Oh my goodness. I, and I'm happy to say I too have not had one in, in quite a while. And especially since I started using the oil to cure it. Um, I think it's, I think it's offered uh, a more long-term protection against getting it. I mean, I don't know what was causing it. I mean, I know when I would spike a fever, I would get one, you know, ergo why they call them a fever blister, but there wasn't any other real concrete reason. I mean, I wasn't kissing Dirty girls or dirty boys. I wasn't putting my mouth where it didn't belong. Uh, may run my mouth when it don't belong, but that's that's a whole different story that has nothing to do with getting a virus. Yeah, we yeah. There's uh, yeah, and I think I, I I actually got as a kid. I actually got impetigo, which is kind of you know kind of something. I, you know, it's it's worse than a cold sore because it's actually I think it's actually considered an infectious disease. They I'm having to got pulled out of school for two weeks, um, and also solidified my mother's decision to not not uh, allow me to go to school in uh, in the part of the world that uh, that uh, she lived in at the time. So I ended up having to. This is this is where you end up at living in one part of the uh, um, living in one part of the area. You having to pretend your address is somewhere else so that you can attend a school uh, in a different part of the uh, part of the world um, that uh, apparently supposedly has less disease or something, which, yeah, but um, you know, who knows if there was anything to that, but that was, that was the way my, my mother thought back in the day. So um, this is, uh, but yeah, I think, um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, actually um, Quirk S is talking about extra virgin uh, uh, coconut oil. Um, you know, it also is, you know, yeah. And I, I think uh, she had mentioned that to me as far as my feet with it, with, with running uh, at times, my feet get a little bit cracked and, and, uh, and so on. And, and uh, I haven't had a chance to, um, to use it as of late because, well, I'm in a, you know, my whole living situation has been a little crazy. Um, so do you have, do you have an issue with using lotion on your feet for anything? Um, no, I haven't really. It just, I, I, I mostly okay. don't, I well, mostly don't even wear socks. This is the, this is the worst part is I'm, you know, which is, well, which makes reason, it, yeah, it means that I have the to put reason some, I asked okay, yeah. is because I am, I'm more than willing to mix up some geranium and lemongrass and peppermint oil for you um, into some uh, carrier lotion. Uh, and not only will it smell phenomenal, but I think it will help with the cracking and uh, it'll even help with the fatigue of, of your feet from the running. Because, I mean, let's face it, you know, anybody who's run, and we've all done it at one time or another for some reason, knows that that is that's a lot of stress that's being put on you know your your plantar fasciitis or uh, plantar fascia and all the other muscles that 
you know, keep keep your feet able to keep you standing. So, I mean, if, if that's something, you know, you're interested in, I would be more than willing to do that for you. Okay. Well, I may take you up on that. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's um, things got bad for a while there, but even just putting a little bit of coconut oil on it seemed to, you know, it, it seemed to clear up the cracks I was having. Um but, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't been running this much lately because, um, cause honestly, like I've been in foreign environments and I don't know where I can run safely or whatever. So it's been, so, um, honestly, there's just been, you know, so I've been ex- kind of exploring where I'm at and, uh, and I, and I actually think there's something to be exploring an area on foot. You, you, uh, you learn it so much better than if you do it on, uh, do it in a car or, or any other method you know maybe a bicycle kind of the same thing right because because yeah you have to be you have to pay attention to things at a very different level um you know as a pedestrian uh yeah you uh yeah you got to be careful because there's yeah this is something that when i drive around now this is actually something i pay attention to is it safe to run here um it's uh you know because because i because again you think about things like shoulders and sidewalks and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, and what's the traffic like, you know, that's, that's the other thing is like, okay, if there's a lot of cars going by here, I don't know that I want to run along the side of the road, if, especially if there's no sidewalk, but uh, sometimes you have no choice because that's where the trails are. Right. So you, you follow where the trails, uh, um, you have to go where the trails are. And, and, you know, it's uh, to, so for me, it's, uh, you know, and I'm in a new place right now in a new area. So, um, a lot of new things to explore that I haven't, uh, that I haven't explored yet. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's also kind of interesting metaphorically. The, the runs are, um, it used to be where I lit, where I'm paying the mortgage still, uh, that a lot of my runs were downhill to begin with and then uphill to come back. Um, uh, now I've got the, you know, now it's the opposite. And, uh, um, you know, I think I like that better. <laughs> so, um, you know, the, you know, finish, uh, finish downhill. Um, you know, it's a little bit easier to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, 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 to get it going that, uh, or to, or to, to make it go. I mean, well, you're, I, you're supposed to do a cool down after you do the majority of your exercising. So that actually makes a whole lot of sense to, you know, not have to work as hard at the end of your routine as, as at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I actually, it seems like I go harder at the end because I, I get the, you know, I don't know. This, this is just the way it sort of works out sometimes, but yeah, today's run was mostly, um, was mostly a set. You and know, and how many music. miles did we do today? Phone boy? I think eight and a half. Yeah. That's going hard throughout. Congratulations. Man. Yeah. That, that, that was, yeah, that was, and I mean, and it was my average was, you know, my average mile was under 11 minutes. So, um, which for me is, but I mean, today it's, you know, sometimes, it, you know, cause, and I'm sure I was going over the zone two that I normally do when I run, but, um, but again, things have been kind of wound up lately. And so sometimes you need to do that to kind of, to, um, to release the stress. And it was, it was a good, um, to, it, it was a good run today. I think I, I think I, as I said, I explored some new areas today, uh, new to me areas anyway. And, uh, you know, I got, I got, uh, I got far and it was, uh, it was a good thing. Um, so sorry, I, I need to be spanked. That was my mute button. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I want to shout this out because I was just thinking about it, looking at my coffee. Uh, I had something unbelievable happen to me today. And this really speaks to me on, you know, people can call it God. You know, God never gives you more than you can handle. I don't think the universe does either. And the universe knows what you need. That's why we all talk about, you know, the universe provides and 
remembering to stop and thank the universe uh, every day because it really is the power that, you know, that guides and drives us all. And so what happened, I'll share with you all, is that I swung into my local Dunkin' Donuts to grab my coffee so that I had just something comforting. Uh, and of course, cream only, no sugar, no bad stuff. And I got to the window and the girl said, your coffee's already been paid for. And I said, huh? I said, well, how? And she said, the lady in front of you. So I posted on Naz a picture of my cup and just said, thank you for your courage to the woman who bought me my coffee today because that is a, that was something that was such a small gesture that made such a huge difference in my life that the universe spoke to this woman and, and told her she should do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I talked last time about the fact of uh, tipping the bill at that restaurant that I like in Indiana, but uh, now I have a new mission. I, uh, I'm i going to be uh, spying on Dunkin' Donut orders and um, listening to people. And, uh, yeah, I, th I think I'm going to turn about fair play on that to somebody because uh, that's, that's a beautiful thing. That that really gave me some hope in, in a very dark time uh, in which I was, that there are still good people out there. Just just wanted to share that with uh, with all of our pedal heads. Yeah, I, and I've actually heard of stories like that um, where the, and it, you know, Starbucks or whatever, where, um, you know, you get up there and it's like, the, so it, it, it kind of goes into a chain, right? It's actually the, so somebody says, okay, pay for the next guy's coffee too, right? And then the person, you know, the person pulls up and says, oh, your coffee's paid for. Okay, well then you pay for the guy behind me. And, and you know, and sometimes that goes, you know, 24, you know, or, you know, it can, it can go very deep, right? So it's, you're not paying yeah. for your coffee, you're paying for somebody else else's coffee so um and yeah and i mean unfortunately you know and and i had just looked at uh because i i spent some time with my oldest son yesterday we went and he kind of accompanied me on some running around that i had to do because i got home early from work and it, it kind of gave me you know a, about a half of a free day which i usually don't have so of course you know he was like oh mom you know can we swing into duncan i'm like yeah of course we can you know, it's what we do. And uh, I, I had used a lot of my um, my extra funding because I always I throw, you know, five or ten bucks on my card at least every week, if not every other week. That way, you know, I have coffee money, as it were. You know, it's a it's a small gift to myself uh, that I provide that way if I'm running a little short on cash, which, you know, with with the current uh, current status of my life. Uh, I'm, I am in survival mode. I am saving every penny I have. So needless to say, I mean, I had enough to cover my coffee. I wasn't, you know, going to be in, in debt for that, but it definitely helped because it, it got me to where, you know, maybe I can get my coffee when I go back to work this week without having to refill my account and ergo, I can, you know, re-up my account next week when my check comes in instead of, you know, the game of catch up that I've been playing uh, because I had uh, thank you, old man winter for uh, shutting me down two weeks ago in Kentucky due to a seriously heavy snow that was received. And then the next day, my truck decided that uh, it had to have a sensor go to crap, which literally caused my truck to be unable to run. And I was... I was fortunate enough that I had just pulled into a rest area to use the facilities 
uh, when it occurred. So I was actually safe and not stuck on the side of the road, but I was freezing my absolute ass off in 18 degree weather. But needless to say, like the universe provides, and I truly believe that, you know, we, we got to stop and remember with all of uh, all the stuff we're going through in our own arenas. And, and believe me, you know, everybody going through something. Just just take time to, to remember to stop and, and say thank you to the universe for what it does provide. And, and the small rays of sunshine that it does shine upon your face in, in the darkest times. Yeah. And, and I think... You know, I think the the universe speaks to everyone, but um, you gotta you gotta be able to you gotta be open to the message. You have to hear it and know what it's saying. It's not a uh, sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes it doesn't tell you what you want to hear. It tells you what you need to hear. And uh, well, I'm I'm actually reminded, and, and as you know, anybody who knows me knows I'm Wiccan. I'm not you know I'm not I'm not into Christianity. I don't you know do the whole God thing, but. You know, I hear people talk a lot about you know, well, I prayed for this and I prayed for that. You know, God didn't answer my prayers. Well, no, you're looking at it from the wrong point of view. It's not necessarily that God didn't answer your prayers. Maybe he just said no. Yeah, maybe he just said no. I think that's a, I think that's a potential that's show title. That's a show title. Yeah. And, and we don't know, you know, with the universe, with God, with whatever you believe, if you believe in anything. At times, we don't know why. We are being tested. We are being put through our paces and through trials. We may find out in the future. We may never find out. And, and you know, I, I've often had a really hard time with faith. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not spiritual and in the, in the religious sense. Because I have a very hard time just accepting that, well, you just have to believe that there's a big scary man in the sky and, you know, He's, he's going to rain fire and brimstone down upon you, but he loves you. He needs money, as the Carlin skit roughly goes. So, yeah. you know, I, I think faith has been the, the biggest thing I've had a problem with is believing in a unseen being that essentially can give you everything or strip you of everything, just depending on, you know, on a whim. And for me, you know, being a Wiccan and, and you know, worshiping uh, what I do or, or believing in what I do, um, and I've spoken of it before, you know, I can see the sun. I can feel the wind. And to some degree, you can see the wind, you know, if you think about the trees and, and other things that move when the wind blows. Those are things that I can invest in. Those are things that I can, you know, set a precedent by that we know this exists because but there's also an element of faith to that that you have you know or at least i have a belief that there is a higher power whatever it may be i like to say it's the universe because it, it just works for me you know i mean carlin jokes about the fact that he prays to joe pesci you know and the results are about 50 50 even split so you know, I, I kind of look at it from that point of view. And, uh, you know, I, I know there's something greater than me. I'm not, you know, arrogant and narcissistic enough to think that there isn't what it is. I, I don't know. That's above my pay grade. I'm just satisfied to be able to say that I know there is something bigger than me. There's a force out there much stronger than I. And 
I'm good to try to use the powers that I've been blessed with as an empath, as a sensitive, and uh, essentially as as a white witch uh, for the forces of good. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of that has been blocked uh, with with the relationship that I was in due to the toxicity. And I know that I'm going to come out the other side of this and I'm going to be a better person because I'm going to find who I am. And I've begun that journey. And so far, I like what I see, uh, both on a, you know, a physical level and also a spiritual level, um, because I see positive changes in me on the daily, whether it's, you know, a, a speech pattern that I've changed or, uh, you know, like, like the tip, the bill thing, you know, I mean, I, I don't, even though I have always wanted to do that, I don't know if I would have ever brought myself to do it if I hadn't felt like the change in my life. Like, I don't know, it, it's hard to explain without going into, you know, a, a lot more detail about, you know, my, my marriage, which I'm not going to do tonight. Um. Maybe in the future more things will come out, but uh, suffice to say, I definitely, I should have gotten the fuck out a lot earlier, is, is what I'm going to say. And uh, I'm thankful to all of, all of the No Agenda producers who uh, I've gotten to know and, and who have, you know, dare I say, have become my friends. And that does include you, phone boy. Um, you're amazing. Like, you literally sit and let my crazy ass ramble and go down rabbit holes on air and, and fill the ear holes of all these other wonderful pedal heads that hang out with us. And, you know, they vibe with us and they vibrate on our frequency. And I dig that. And, and I thank you guys for that. And I thank you, phone boy, because, you know, I could not have made this dream a reality without you. And I truly believe that between my weight loss and, you know, being able to live this dream, I'm going to come out of this so much stronger and so much better. And just thank you. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to any community. You know, shout out to Sir Bemrose and, and Dame Bemrose for all that they've done, you know, to help us kind of, you know, try to establish our, our rightful place on the stream and, I promise to you guys that I will do better next week on my preparedness because you all deserve, you know, you deserve your Phoenix to be on her game, no matter what's going on behind the scenes. So thank you all. And I love you all. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't have said that better myself. I mean, the community has been uh, outstanding um, to me, certainly in my, in, you know, in, in my situation. And I hope they, uh, they, uh, they turn around and, uh, you know, provide you the, the same or better uh, support as you, you're also going through this process. And, and yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this, this podcast started as a conversation between you and I as, as a, um, you know, it, it, you proposed and I went, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. Um, and, you know, here we are, right? Uh, eight episodes in uh, and, uh, you know, we're... And it's we're, become something epic. Oh, yeah, it has. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's it's definitely become something epic. And I think it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to get better. I think there's a, um, you know, and even in my own situation, as hard as it's been, I only see, I only see blue skies ahead. I mean, it's, uh, you know, there's going to, it's going to be a rough road to get to where, uh, you know, where I'm planning to go, but... Um, 
but I can't, but you know, I mean, the reality is I've dealt with, uh, you know, I've dealt with a lot of adversity in my life and so have you. And I think, um, at the end of it that, yeah, the road where this leads is, is going to be something, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, better late than never, I guess, but it's, uh, but, uh, I think that, yeah, we're going to get out of this on the other side and, um, you know, in our respective situations. And, and yeah, I, I just don't see, um, you know, yeah, it could have happened sooner or later. I mean, but, you know, the universe, uh, th- you know, things happen for a reason, right? So, um, I, And I th- in the times that they're meant to. That That's another thing that, you know, I firmly believe is, you know, not only does everything happen for a reason, but the timing of everything is absolutely, uh, it's, it's not just, it is not just a, uh, a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything has a meaning. Everything has a purpose. Um, do you have, and I know you do, I just don't know if you have it uh, able to be quickly cued, uh, from the um, from the after party a couple shows ago where Dame Bemrose uh, gave us her You Are My podcast um Oh, oh! I, I think that would be extremely fitting. Uh, okay, so I, I can, I can, I can pull it up. There, there is, there is a way to do Why that. Not? So because, uh, yeah, I, fi- I figured out how to use the. Um, um, let's see that I've got that. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I've, I figured out how to use the soundboard on CleanFeed, which it makes it easy to dump this stuff into, um, into uh, a show uh, at the at the last minute. So, uh, so yeah, I'm going to I'll play that now because yes, it was quite a. Uh, when I got that, I'm like, oh my god, I must clip that, and so I did, and so here we go. You are my podcast, my only podcast. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear. How much I love you. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass, you'll be sucking my toes come next summer. I, I think that is a. I think that's a good way to wrap this. Uh, wrap this up. If if you don't have anything else uh, to share, I think that pretty much puts a whole lot of stuff into perspective for uh, for us and for the pedal heads. That uh, yeah, saith Dame Bemrose, we can't take her podcast away, or we will be walking around with her foot essentially up our asses. And um, yeah, so for right now. Uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've got enough uh, up there between my head and, and apparently a bug. So uh, I don't need her foot. Just putting it out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I went to check to see if there's any more any voicemails that come in. So we don't have any voicemails. I would be playing voicemails right about now if we had them. Um, and I don't have any. Uh, I don't think we have any new donations that I haven't already read on the last show. Um, so. Um, so, yeah, um, there. Uh, I can assure, but, but, uh, but yeah, Fletcher, I can assure you they are different people. Um, I, I spent, I, I have uh, recorded proof that they are in fact different people, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's funnier cause I'm actually, cause yeah, cause I'm, um, where, I, where I'm at now, I'm even closer to, uh, to Dame Bemrose than, uh, than I was before cause of, cause of where I'm, where I'm physically at. But, uh, um, but yeah, I can assure you they're different people. Um, so, um, th- yeah, I guess we are going to, um, yeah, I guess I guess it's time to wrap things up. I would say that well, in, in fairness, really quick, I've actually also been can, uh, compared to Quirk S, which I find to be a gigantic compliment because I think Quirk S has a beautiful voice. So uh, to even be in the league uh, with Quirk S and uh, now Dame Bemrose. Oof, I must be doing something right. Yeah, I'd say so. And uh, yeah, I th- you know, I, that's something I kind of wish 
I, I wish there were we, we would hear more of in the in the in the community is some of the female voices that are out there. And I realize in in general, we the, the, the community skews male mostly. But uh, I definitely like hearing those voices. I think I saw that that uh, Luminati was on Bowls with Buds again uh, with uh, with uh, with Spencer and Lorian, um, which uh, uh, I saw that in my podcatcher this morning. I'm like, oh, it's unfortunately I have not been listening to podcasts just because I've been I've been so busy with, uh, with other things and it's just, it's, uh, it's kind of weird how your priorities change, but, uh, um, I think we've got, yeah. So we've, I, I, I want to hear more of these, uh, these female voices that we have because they, I think, it, and I think, you know, honestly, I think that the entire community has something to say, but, uh, you know, I think we, I think we are, uh, uh, the female vo- voice in, in our, um, in our community is strongly uh, underrepresented. So I, I would love to hear more of that, um, you know, in general from, uh, you know, from the, uh, from the aforementioned individuals and, and more that, uh, haven't uh, put their voice out there yet. So, um, and I'm, I'm good with that. So, you know, that that would actually be something if we could get uh me and dame bemrose and Cortez all on like one circular thing even if it was just a um even if it was just a like a, a special episode or something where we just kind of converged yeah. and you know kind kind of had a um you know yeah. a stitching bitch if you will yeah. of just the three of us talking about you know spirituality and and just you know whatever angle whatever yeah. rabbit hole I, I think it'd be interesting I, I think people would like to put it in your ear holes yes i think we should do that um we'll, we'll have to talk about that off air i think i think that's a fantastic idea i'd love to do that so um but uh you know we are uh, i think you know even though we, we i guess i'm playing the outro music already so uh because I was thinking it was probably because we were gonna we were gonna wrap it up, but I love that idea, and I think we should actually do that. So, um, um, but uh, but we'll uh, but we will uh, do that in a future episode. And so, but uh, we're at the end of the yes, Lotus podcast, will. and uh, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, the next episode, as I'm sure the rest of you are. Uh, so, until next time, I'm Phone Boy, and I'm Phoenix, and we'll see you next time. Bye, bye. <laughs>